Perek Hey Mishadalit has Shoel Kli Mechaveiro. You mentioned in the last Mishnah that not only can a person not travel outside of his Tchum on Shabbos or Yom Tov, but even things that he owns cannot go further than his Tchum. So it says the Mishnah, Shoel Kli Mechaveiro. A person borrows a utensil from his friend. Me'erev Yom Tov, he borrowed it on Yerev Yom Tov. Karaglia Shoel, it goes by the borrower, not by the lender. Even though the lender owns the item, but since it went into the possession of the borrower before Yom Tov began, it goes by the by the borrower's Tchum. As you mentioned in the last Mishnah, two people could start off Yom Tov in the same place. Nevertheless, the Tchums can be different. Let's say one minute Erev Tchumen. It says the Mishnah be Yom Tov, but if you borrowed on Yom Tov itself, then Karagli Amashel. Then it goes by the Tchum of the lender, because it was in the possession of the lender. The Rav points out that even if the lender just guaranteed, he promised the borrower that he'll lend it to him, so even if he doesn't lend it to him until Yom Tov, until Yom Tov it still will go by the Tchum of the borrower. Because as long as he promised it to him before, it's good enough to be considered as in the possession of the borrower regarding this law. Let's say a woman borrows from her friend Tavlin, either spices, or she borrows from her friend Umayim or water, or melach or salt, the sasa for her dough. So now the dough has ingredients from the owner, the woman who's making the dough. It also has ingredients from the person who lent them an ingredient, whether it was the salt, the water, or the spices. So what happens now? Was but was borrowed on Yom Tov. The dough could only go, or when it's baked, it could only go as far as either of the two people can go, the owner and the one who lent the ingredient. Because when Yom Tov began, these ingredients belong to two different people. So it has to follow the Tchum of both of those people. Rehud agrees to all this, except for the case of the water. Water doesn't have mamash, doesn't have substance to it. It gets absorbed into the dough. It's, un, it's not noticeable. Therefore, the the tchum only goes by the owner of the dough, not by the person who lent the water. If the person lends salt or person lends spices, then that person would be that that would be considered substantial. Where we have to follow the tchum of that owner, but not when it comes to water. Now, by salt also. Salt isn't noticeable either. So the Rav explains, talking about a, a very coarse salt, and therefore that would be noticeable. And therefore Yehuda would say that when it comes to salt that's coarse, or spices, they don't have to follow the tchum of the owner of the dough and the one who lent the spices or the coarse salt.